0: this program was first broadcast on arrow fm what only community access media station and shared on access media with the support of new zealand on air hey hey beautiful people and welcome to world domination i'm your host monica ferguson and you are in the perfect place to level up here i cover all things personal development mindset, healing, spirituality, and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life, all done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy, because who is time for superficial chit-chat? Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you, and thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram at TheMonicaFerguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people, Monica Ferguson here, and welcome to this week's episode of World Domination, where I want to speak about your calling. Lots of people forget the fact that they are actually created, that they are called, right, that they each have a unique calling on their life, a unique purpose, a unique set of skills and talents and abilities that are here for a much bigger purpose than what we may think, right? And so many of us forget that. We forget that we are special. We forget that the chances of us being here are one in 400 trillion. And we start to buy into the world that we see, right? And we start to identify as the material things, as our job, as, you know, wanting to to go through the checklist and get the family and the kids in the relationship and and we think that we need all these external things. Because we're trying to be like everyone else. And this is the craziest thing because we were all created uniquely. Like the fact that no one else has our fingerprint and no one else ever will. These things are not coincidences, right? They're not accidents. So what if we started turning our focus within, tuning into our own heart, and starting to think about, who am I actually called to be? If I was being really honest with myself, who am I called to be? Because this is where so often we see the effects of shitty thinking, um, tall poppy syndrome, and all that sort of thing, where I see over and over again, people shrink ourselves. And I'm putting my hand up here, friend, because I did this for so long. So Know that this does not come from a space of judgement, but been there, done that and wanting, and I want to save you time, right? Because you don't need to stay there. The fact is that we are on the, on this planet right now for a reason. Every single one of us, you know, and you might think, oh no, there's nothing special about me and some people are just more talented and you know, there's nothing about me. Like I'm just a normal person. No, you're not. I do not believe that for a second. Not a single one of us is put here without purpose, without reason. So your work then is to go within, to challenge yourself, to call out your own BS and to start to be honest with yourself, right? Tune into that boldness because you were not put here to pay bills and die. You were not put here to sit at home with these ideas and these dreams and these goals and these things that you'd really like to do and then not do them and then look back at your life thinking oh man I wish I'd done this I wish I'd done that and this is one of the things that I find so interesting right every single person I've met whether it be with you know my kids that I work with at Youth Village whether it be my entrepreneurs, my my beautiful people that I work with in my coaching business, whether it be emails that I get from you guys about this podcast or things that have resonated or social media or whatever, every single one of you has something in common. And that is you each have dreams. When I get to the core, all of you know exactly what you'd be doing if you weren't holding yourself back. But the key is to do it, Right? And for so many of you, it's a real process of me holding you in, you know, hot water effectively. Because initially, what I see over and over and over again is resistance, right? People don't want to acknowledge what they actually want. Because it's easier, right? If you actually start admitting, man, I have this dream. I really want to build wells in Kenya. I really want to start a school. I really want to be a singer, I really want to be a chef, I really want to be a mum, or whatever those goals are, if you start admitting them out loud to yourself, then you have to start moving on them, right, and that's where it gets uncomfortable, because everything that is currently in the way for you is going to be addressed, is going to come up, and you might not be ready to deal with that, in fact, I know you're not, else you would have already started, but the thing is, it's a decision, right? You're never going to feel ready. That is just simply not how your mind works. How would you feel ready to do something that you haven't done before, right? And remembering that your mind, your subconscious mind, which makes up 95% of your mind, is responsible for your survival, not your happiness. It does not care about how happy you are. It cares about keeping you safe and keeping you alive. So it's not going to encourage you to take leaps, (laughs) leaps of faith and pursue new things because it doesn't know how to protect you from the unknown, right? So from your perspective of wanting to keep yourself safe, staying exactly where you are makes sense, right? But from the perspective of your spirit, of your soul, of your calling and your very purpose for being on this planet right now, Sitting still is simply not an option and that's why you're uncomfortable. That's why you're unhappy. Because nothing feels better than being in your purpose. And we were speaking about this in the last episode from last week where, you know, Tony Robbins talks about this, that it's not actually the achievement of your goal, right, that makes you feel happy and good. But simply moving towards it. And we think that when we get that thing, It's going to make us feel good. It's somehow going to complete our life and make us feel whole and happy. But we've got it all wrong, right? Firstly, the happiness comes first, then the thing. Because if you're waiting for something external to make you happy, then you're in a scarcity mindset, right? But if you can learn to be happy where you are now, then you're already happy. So as you achieve those things, it's just going to build on that, right? But you're not requiring something outside of you to create that feeling of happiness. But Tony Robbins speaks about this, that you don't need to be at your goal weight to feel good. But knowing that you've shown up every day and you're a little bit closer to your goal, that's what makes you feel good. And even if, let's say your goal is to start a school, doing some research today for that school is going to make you feel better Even if, even though you haven't started the school, you don't have the keys, you don't know where the money's coming from to create it, no one believes in your idea right now, it doesn't matter, the very fact of you taking action towards that goal, firstly, it starts to create it, right? But secondly, it puts you in that energy, in the end state of being there already. That's what makes you feel good. And knowing that you've shown up for yourself, that is self-love. That is how we build self-worth. That is how we build confidence. We take action, right? It doesn't need to be complete and done for you to feel good. So this is our work, right? So here's the thing. Why would we ever hold ourselves back, right? How many movies have we watched where people pursue their dreams and we're like, wow, yes, you're amazing. I want that. But why don't we? Why don't we step up And claim the things that are for us and you know they're for us because you desire it. If you have a heart-led desire, like desire literally translates to of the Father, they are God-given. So if you have a desire in your heart to do something, that's not an accident. Right? That is something for you. You are here. You are meant to create it. So if you've got this tug on your soul, on your heart, why wouldn't you pursue it? Because you're afraid? Most likely. These are the things that I encounter most often with people. They're afraid. (laughs) They don't feel good enough. They don't feel worthy. They're afraid of what other people will think. They're afraid that they're not enough, that they're not good enough, that they don't have enough. You know, I'm not skinny enough yet. I'm too old. I don't have enough qualifications. All of that is simply our mind doing a great job at trying to keep us safe and alive and in our comfort zone, right? None of those things are going to create fulfillment or happiness. And the thing is, when you look around the world right now, the world needs all of us to be showing up in our true purpose. Because here's the thing that we so often forget is that our purpose, our calling, is not about us. Yet we make it about us all the time. right? Oh, I'm too afraid to do it, so I don't want to do it. But if we started shifting our focus to think about the impact that they would have on others, the happiness that it would bring to others, the comfort, the support, the change, all of these amazing things that it would do for other people. And so we started showing up every day asking a question, how can I serve? How can I, how can I help people? How can I be of service? How can I be in the light today? How can I bring more love to the world today? Instead of, why am I not good enough? You know, instead of focusing on all the reasons we can't do something. It creates a very different desire in us, doesn't it? And you only need to have this happen a couple of times where you actually start to see the impact of your courage, of you showing up in your true purpose. That That is just, like, intoxicating. And, you know, for me... I mean, my journey has, you know, evolved and that's, that happens too, but I've always followed that call on my heart and it's been like a, an evolution and a, a preparation. So, you know, I started, um, I always loved people. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to save the world. I, I thought I was going to be a psychologist or a counselor or something like that. And, and then, um, 2007, my brother died unexpectedly and threw a total spanner in the works, right? And I wasn't sure what to do because my family moved overseas. And I was like, well, I don't really feel like moving to the other side of the world right now is gonna be useful for me um, to start fresh. Like I was completely grief-stricken. I had no idea what to do. I was enrolled to go to uni the next year and I was just like, my heart is not in this. I don't wanna do it. So instead, I was getting prepared to go to a counseling course and you had to be 20 to get in, and I was 18 at the time, so I thought, okay, I'm going to do like a mental health certificate first, because that'll help me, that'll prepare me, and then I'll be ready for the counselling program. So I did this whole certificate of mental health support work, and then I finished, and then they cancelled the counselling program. (laughs) So I ended up moving overseas, but when I came back, I started working in mental health, right? And... What is so crazy is just how God prepares us. When I look back at the timeline, the way that this was divinely orchestrated is magnificent. I had no idea at the time, right? So I ended up working five years in mental health in a variety of roles, but I worked with people who were very unwell, the top 3% of unwell people in the country. I've seen the darkest, darkest stuff. We're talking, you know, um unaliving you know people who want to do that sort of thing self-harm like deep deep trauma and pain and um, psychiatric units and seeing honestly the horror of the mental health system face to face and having to fight so hard for people to get basic treatment and basic human rights like it was just not a great time and it took a massive toll on me because um I don't go home and not think about it. You know, I had like my clients, they were just, I was so invested in them. And when they're suffering, you don't go home and switch off, you know, and you want to be more and you want to give more. And, and unfortunately that's, that burns you out very quickly, especially when you don't have the support around you. Right. But what was interesting was that two of my clients at the time then introduced me to photography And I'd been trying to leave mental health for a long time and I couldn't even get an interview. I'd sent like 60 CVs out. It was ridiculous. Couldn't even get an interview. And so I was really defeated at the time. I was like, what is wrong with me? And in my mind, I kept saying like closed doors, right? And so I was like, okay, these doors are not opening. Maybe they're not my door. So I instead chose to focus on being grateful for what I did have and just trusting the process, right? So at that time... Two of my clients introduced me to photography, and there was actually a photography school on the same block as my office that I didn't even know was there, and these clients were both associated with the school, so I ended up going into the school with them, meeting tutors, stuff like that, and then my gut, right, said, Mon, you need to quit your job and go and study photography. I was like, what? That's weird. Like, I had no interest in photography. My art school, my art skills were not the greatest—stick um, figures, you know that kind of vibe—and um, yep. So my thing was music; that was my creative outlet. And my gut instinct, though, was loud and persistent enough that I was like, you know what? You get one life. I'm gonna trust this. And so I quit my job and I went and studied photography. And it was not all. You know rainbows and unicorns like I initially panicked the stress of it I actually ended up developing um psoriasis over my whole body the stress of it man because I was so um I was so good at my job and I knew everything right so to go into something new and to suck so hard and I I sucked um a lot of people in my class were not beginners. And that's a real pet peeve I have. Why do not beginners go to beginner things? It drives me crazy. That's a rant for another day. But so I went into this into the school, right? I had my camera for like two days before the course started. I had no idea how to even turn it on. I was a complete beginner. I had to learn. I had to suck. And I had to do it publicly. And that cracked me open because that's not who I was. i That's not the sort of person that I was. I was not who I am now, I was not someone who was able to be vulnerable and open, right, so this whole process of cracking me open, of humbling me, of learning to find my own voice, my own passion, while you've got a bunch of different people wanting different things from you, and you're trying to please everyone to get a grade, and having to navigate that and figure out who I am and what I care about throughout that, and understanding then how all the pieces were starting to fit together, right, so I had a photography project. We had an abstract, an abstract paper, which at the time I thought was so ridiculous because I was like, "How is this going to help me build a business?" Um, because you know we're like colouring in pictures upside down with the wrong hand and that sort of thing, and um, that's like literally our coursework on certain days. And I was just like, "What the heck?" But I wasn't seeing the bigger picture, right? Which was that it was starting to unlock different aspects of my mind. It was helping me to speak through metaphors and symbols and stuff like that, which is such a huge component of storytelling, which is exactly what I do now, right, so anyway, we had this whole project, it was like a five-month project, it was worth 100% of our grade, I had to submit it, um, present it to the whole school and a panel of professional photographers, and I chose to do something meaty, right, Um, so I chose to photograph my experience of grief from losing my brother, and it was one of the greatest things I've ever done, very therapeutic, very cathartic, very emotional, but I got to, you know, incorporate his girlfriend, um, who's still in my life by the way, and um, his best friend, and just create this beautiful project that I just poured my heart into, right, and I'll never forget the reaction, the day that it you know that I had to present it. And no one knew what it was about because it was abstract. I didn't speak about it. It was literally just photographs in a slideshow. And I presented it, the lights go out, lights come back on, everyone's crying. And it was this connection of, oh my gosh, everyone can feel what I felt even though they don't know what it's about. And that was when I made that connection, right? And so I was like, what if I could combine everything that I've learned through working with people and mental health and get people into photographs and make them feel amazing and make them see what I can see, right? Because that was the thing. Everyone in that room felt what I felt when I created those images. And at that point, I'd started talking to a lot of people about photography, right? And I'd started to see the depths of self-loathing that we have, of criticism, um, of how much we don't feel enough. And because everyone would say, ugh, I'm so unphotogenic, Man, I hate being photographed. And I just hear that a thousand million bazillion times and everyone thinks they're unique when they say that and I just roll my eyes now, right? Because it's like, whatever, okay, Um, I will prove you wrong. And so that was kind of my mission, right? Now, the reason that I was able to build a portrait and wedding photography business that made people feel so good and that then meant that people got into photographs and created a legacy... For my brother, which also meant that they were creating their own legacies for their family, right? They weren't going decades without taking photographs. They were taking time to create these images. This was because of all the years that I spent in mental health, learning how to create safety with people, learning how to build rapport and trust, making people feel like they were enough. And it was just very natural because I was so practiced in it. Just because of all the years that I got to spend working alongside people who felt really vulnerable and learning how to be there for them. And this is where, you know, like when we start paying attention, when we start tuning into that voice in our own heart of who we are and what we're here for, and then we start looking at what's going on in our life, we realize that everything is a setup, right? So obviously I started my portrait in, in wedding photography business, and then I wanted to evolve I was like, you know what? I'm seeing all of this, this fear of not being good enough. Everyone hates their bodies. They hate their age. They, they don't feel good enough. We're so focused on lack and scarcity and what's wrong. And then you combine that with tall puppy syndrome. And I was like, where are we meant to go with this? So that's when the podcast started because I wanted an opportunity to have real conversations because every single person was saying the same thing to me. Yet, you go on social media and it seems like everyone has a perfect life except for you, loser, (laughs) right? And it's just such a load of crap because what we're presenting online isn't actually real. So I was like, let's have some conversations about stuff that all of us are going through, especially those of us with the courage to move forward, to evolve, to grow, to heal, to... To not accept the past anymore and to step up and become who we were created to be, right? Because that comes with a whole set of challenges that most people are not willing to face, right? It's much easier to mask those uncomfortable feelings with alcohol, with constant online dating, with social media, with drugs or alcohol or cigarettes or food or whatever it is that we use, right? Because we're not actually taught how to feel our emotions and we're not taught that feeling them is freedom, right? It might hurt in the moment or it might be uncomfortable, but on the other side of that is the next highest version of us, right? So here is where I'm going with this, right? (laughs) Because if we look at my timeline just as an example, so the podcast started, right? Then I wanted to create more change. I wanted deeper, more meaningful, profound change. And I had to learn how to save myself first. I had to, I observed myself repeating very, very toxic cycles very very dangerous cycles and it freaked me out and I was like this is not going to be my life I'm not going to carry on things that I've learned as a child I'm not doing that so I wanted to learn how to heal myself and I wanted to learn how to heal my my subconscious mind the trauma the cycles right because as we have established the subconscious mind repeats what's familiar because it feels safe so unfortunately for me what was familiar was not good it was very toxic, very unhealthy. And so in order for me to move forward, I needed to break that cycle. So that's when I went off and learned NLP and hypnotherapy. Um, and I just trained as a life coach. And I've got a bunch of other qualifications too. But these are the key ones, right? Because I wanted to learn how to break the cycle at a subconscious level. That's why I'm sitting here right now, because I did that. And with these skills and this freedom that you can create by literally leading your own life, Right? When you tune into your heart and you feel like, oh man, I really want to do this, right? You know exactly what it is or you would not be listening to this or what those things are because we're not restricted to one thing. I have a gazillion things that I'm called to, but they're all like under the same umbrella, right? They're sharing the same message, but in the same, in in different ways. It's all like storytelling in different ways. So many projects on the go, but for you, it might be one thing or it might be a bunch of things. But those desires are for you. Did you get that? You are literally chosen to create those things here. And it's not about you. Now, the byproduct of that is that it's going to make you feel so amazing. But you also get to be a light in this world. You get to help other people. You get to make a difference. So that's a win-win, isn't it? You get to feel awesome, feel excited about your life, know that you're making a difference on this planet. While also helping other people. Absolutely incredible, right? So, we've got, we've done a 180 now, let's come back to some core questions that I'd love for you guys to reflect on. Why are you holding back? Since your particular calling, your particular desires, your dreams, your goals, since they would make a massive difference in the world, and they would, Because hello, like attracts like. You wouldn't be listening to a podcast or radio show called World Domination if you were here to play it small, right? And I don't attract people like that into my reality, right? So I know that you're here to create waves. Not ripples, waves. So why are you holding back? Are you honestly telling me that you're going to let fear dictate how you show up in the world? That your mind is not stronger than fear? That your desire... To be here of service, to be a light in the world, to create this life for your children, for your family, for generations to come. You're telling me that you're going to let your fear of not being good enough hold you back from moving forward. (laughs) And it sounds so savage when I put it like that, but honestly, this is the level of self-honesty we need to get to because you're not going to move otherwise. And I wasted years here and I fooled myself into thinking that I was being productive, but I wasn't. I was sabotaging I did a thousand courses, right? Because it was easy. I could be like, oh yeah, look, I'm you know working towards my goals. No, what I needed to do was get out in front of people. I needed to show people who I am. I needed to do the things in the world, not just think about and not prepare forever, right? You don't need to study more. You don't need to lose weight. You don't need to do any of that stuff. You don't need anything external from you right now to start. I don't care if you have negative $12 in your bank account. I don't care if you have negative $80,000 in your bank account. Like I said, you could start researching that skill today. You could start creating a vision board of how it will look, how it will operate. You could start watching YouTube videos on, or, or listen to all these podcasts that literally teach you how to set goals, how to rewire your mindset, right? There's an episode that I've created a couple of months ago called Focus, And it it literally takes you through and it teaches you how to set goals that work with the subconscious mind. This podcast is a massive resource for you to heal from past stuff that has held you back and move forward. So it's sitting there. So question is, what do you choose now? What do you choose? Because the world is waiting for you. The world is waiting for your gifts. It needs you now. It absolutely needs you to show up and share with us what you are. Because you are one of a kind for a reason. You are called. You were created. You were chosen to be you. That is how special you are. Do you get that? Nothing's gone wrong. You're not a failure. I don't care what has happened in your past. I do not care. That's not who you are. And remember, it's all a setup. Every hard, every like hard thing that's happened, every adversity, every heartbreak that you've been through, has simply been shaping you, shifting you, teaching you lessons to get you here where you could hear this very message and be reminded of who you are and what you're here to do. So connect with me on all the platforms because this is the sort of stuff that I share all the time. Listen to the podcasts. And if you're ready, if you're really ready to start, this is exactly what I do. So send me a message. Where I've got one-on-one coaching spots available. And if you're not quite ready for that but you want to make a start, I have a self-study program online called Untamed, super accessible, that'll start to teach you how the mind works and it'll help you understand what's happened in your life, why it's happened and how to change it and then actually walks you through how to set goals that work with your mind to move you forward. So there are so many resources for you. Because you're here for a huge, beautiful, amazing purpose. I'm so proud of you for showing up. I'm so proud of you for your courage to sit in this space, in this discomfort. You are incredible. And I can't wait to see what you do. Let me know your aha moments, guys. Have an awesome week. See you soon. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode. And I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things. You're incredible, and if no one else today has told you they believe in you, I do. Only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this. The best one. Go get him.